Shut up, I love it. Listen, here's the thing. If you can't spot the sucker in your first half hour of a podcast, then you're the sucker. Shut up. I love it. And I'm Joe Cabello. And I'm Sasha Feiler. What a great line. What a great opening line for Shut Up, I Love It uh, podcast. What is this podcast, Joe? Why don't you tell us for once? Ooh, let's do it. This is a podcast where we bring on a special guest to talk about something they love that is otherwise hated, misunderstood, underappreciated, unknown, or anything like that. Joining us today, he's a good friend, a returning guest of Shut Up, I Love It, an amazing writer, one of the funniest people I know. Welcome, Howie Kramer. I love it! Yay, thank you so much for having me. So good to have you back. Kept the seat warm for you after all these years. Yes. Too long. Too long. Piping hot seat. (laughs) (laughs) Tell us without uh, much delay, what is it that you're here to talk about? A little bit of delay, please, (laughs) but not much. (laughs) Just like like a Zoom appropriate delay, like four seconds. Yeah. I'm here to talk about the masterpiece of film, the movie Ooh. Rounders. <laughs> wow, a masterpiece, strong, yeah. a strong, powerful statement right away. Yes. yes. Um, so it's a movie from 1998, is it? Uh-huh. The height of Ed Norton. Yeah. Yes. Peak. I was even He's saying that last night. <laughs> I rewatched it with Tracy, my wife, and yeah. I was like, oh man, Ed Norton was really in the pocket, like right oh, around yeah. this time. And you forget how Ed Nortony he was, yeah. like so Ed Nortony that I living in that time. I mean, I lived in that time, but I wasn't, you know, Ed Norton yeah. keyed in. But uh-huh. you know, you'd be like, oh yeah, Ed Norton's definitely like playing the same thing. You know what I everywhere. realization uh, last night? Ed Norton is the Vince Vaughn of drama. Oh, shit. Clip that. (laughs) (laughs) So Ed Norton was in all the dramas. And he might have done like a rom-com or something, but then he's doing his Ed Norton thing, and Vince Vaughn is doing his Vince Vaughn thing around the same time. They were just two white guys living their best lives. Yeah, with like Mm -hmm. a little East Coast... East Coasty white guys. Yeah. <laughs> so Ed Norton, is it is it a year after or a year before? I'm a little lost. Um, the Fight Club. It's before, Fight. right? Because Fight Club was yeah. 99, I think. Yeah, he goes on this run all the way to like, um, I think it's like a, a the Ben Stiller Jewish Christian rom com that he does it with with the Scientology lady, uh, Elfman. Oh yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I forget what it's called. God, it's always, always not a topic of discussion on uh, any episodes of Shut Up, I Love It. <laughs> uh, we know that much. Uh, Scientology. Yeah, but love okay. is antivirus too. Yeah. <laughs> it's not a bad so we, one. And then, of course, we've got on the other hand. Tell us, Sawi. Who else we've got? There's so many names. This, in this is movie. a just packed. Listen, this is a Harvey Weinstein joint. Which I didn't Why? realize until last night when I wa- I rewatched it within the credits. It's uh, the Weinstein brothers, so you know they're bringing the pain. That set was fucking hot. 
Um, Why not? This is this is where he is like fingering so yeah, many actors. So many actresses. His butt. Yeah. Um, yeah. We got Totoro. We got Malkovich. We got uh, we we got uh, um, uh, Landau. We got Norton. We got Damon. Mm. He goes on a run. He goes on a thirty-year run. Um, Still going. Yeah, I mean, he hasn't stopped. Um, uh, Can I just sidebar about Matt Damon? Yeah. There was recently a Rolling Stone, I think it was, article of the 50 biggest movie mistakes in history. Really? And uh, so number seven, I believe, was the death of three people, including two children, on the set of the Twilight Zone movie uh, by helicopter blade and helicopter crash. Oh, that's where they're going for. They're not just like like miscontinuity. Well, no, no, no. And that was number seven. Number five was Matt Damon deciding not to do Avatar. Oh, my God. So, you know. Uh, uh, That's incredible. (laughs) That's kind of where. And I think the the other preceding, like, Uh, six to that seventh were things like that. (laughs) And it's uh, just so ridiculous. I I didn't know that about the Twilight Zone movie. (laughs) Yes. uh, That's a whole thing. And sidebar. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> now we're, now bar, that we're everybody good. go have a drink, well, uh, come back. Yeah. yeah. Children's death sidebar. Oh, terrible. <laughs> Classic shut up. I love it. Sidebar. Every episode. <laughs> but, you know, okay. the tragedy of Matt Damon not being an avatar. I don't know. Yeah. I disagree, Rolling Stone. What a. I think it was a strong move to not do it. Yeah. I, I think the. Uh, I, I think the whole uh, Twilight Zone incident, that's more like 30, 32. Yeah. The top 50 biggest mistakes. <laughs> yeah, how we didn't know about it. I didn't even know. About it. That's crazy. But then we all know Matt Damon was not in the Avatar movies. Yes, so. we all know that. Absolutely. Uh, so, yeah, I mean, we got, yeah, very youthful Matt Damon, very Norton in Norton. And then we have. What's her name? Um, Gretchen Mole, I think is her name, or mm-hmm. Moy, something like that. She, she, like, went on to do, like, a couple TV shows. The other girl that's in it, that's like the girl. Famke. Yeah, Famke Jansen, uh, the original. She did like uh, NCIS for like 500 years, right? And uh, X-Men. And X-Men, yes, she did X-Men. Sidebar, Will McLaughlin's uh, former, like a big, big crush, big crush on her. Really? Oh, Yeah, yeah, former. Uh, I love, okay, one sidebar (laughs) was a historic tragedy that reshaped film in the 80s, and then the other one is a personal friend's crush. (laughs) (laughs) Just without any permission or like context, just fucking giving it away. The audience there, Um, so they love that they know that now. They're going to, you know, to tell their wives, hey, on a podcast, I heard Will McLaughlin has a crush on Franka Jansen. She's like, I don't know who any of those people are. Yeah, but she has a decent sized role in it. Um, yeah, I mean, but the movie is, like, let's let's get to it. What is this? Yeah. What is this movie, Howie? This is a movie. This is also in the height of, I think this is probably the, it, I mean, it was per, one of the most perfectly timed movies because it was at the the beginning of the poker Texas Hold'em boom in America. Mm-hmm. And it was like America went crazy with online poker, everyone playing Texas Hold'em and all that, which was just like, you know, all of our vices coming true and we got to glorify it on the big screen. Mm-hmm. And so this was kind of like at the beginning of that 
online poker, poker boom, and casinos, poker rooms opening up all across the country. And it's a movie about a law student in New York who is also a poker player, you know, because, you know, typical Matt Damon characters at this time, poor kid, um, you know, Harvard Law School type of deal. That's his character, uh, Wheelhouse. <laughs> and uh, so he's a law student, but a poor kid at a, like NYU or Columbia, Columbia Law School and uh, something like that. And and uh, but he's at his heart, he's a poker player and he's a they call they call them rounders. And uh, when it's when his buddy Edward Norton Virus Jr. Uh, gets out of jail, <laughs> um, he can't help but uh, for for good flawed reasons get fall back into his be his true self, the poker player rounder that he is. That's literally like the theme of the movie. It's like you are who you are. You are who you are. Ed Norton is who he is, and lean into it <laughs> and succeed. I mean, it's a really you know from a structural. TV, mm-hmm. uh, like a structural feature writing, any kind of structure when it has to come with screenplays or, or even TV writing. It's just like a perfectly structured. So film. tight. You can study like by minutes. It should be the study should by, be I, I was doing that last night. I love doing that. Now. I was stopping. I was, I, was oh. pausing. I was like, beautiful. I'm just like, oh my God, love it. Boom. Yeah. It's like, and then the low point and then the, uh, oh. the it's just so just like emotionally gutting and it's just like the mm-hmm. theme is stated and it is executed they are who they are and you can't who change they are. and the martin landau is just are did i say martin landau yeah what did i say yeah yeah right? yeah, yeah. That's the, yeah, yeah, yeah yeah that's i mean that's his so, first oh. name right i know he's lando yeah but yeah it's so i mean just unbelievable in that in that yeah film. he he like somewhere like reached in my heart there too mm. with his whole thing i was like so who am i it was very late i was like who am i what's happening so yeah. he definitely he definitely pulled a good good uh, oscar moment there i don't know if he got any oscar i don't know if this movie got any recognition how, how did it do how did it do I, I don't know how it did i know it's like became like a cult movie for like college kids for like 10 years um, at least, I mean, I, I think it's highly regarded. I mean, it's a Weinstein joint. Let's be serious. Mm. Um, but I, I don't know how it did in the box office, but I know it definitely became cult around like at least my group of friends. I mean, we quote, there's so many one liners in there that we quote. I mean, the, the reason this is on the podcast today is specifically because of John Malkovich and me yes. and Sasha's relationship. <laughs> Okay, great. And I'm 100% sure that, like, the first day into filming his scenes, they had a private meeting. They're like, hey, we need to change uh, Malkovich's character's name to KGB whatever, because he just started doing that accent. Like, the character was never meant to be Russian, and he just, like, showed up and did it. But here's here's the greatness of that movie. I think, especially because I know Sasha pretty well, and... We talk about this all the time. I mean, that's a terrible accent, right? It's I, 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 for some reason, I thought I was gonna save it till the end of the episode. I can't. It's literally, it's probably like top two worst Russian accents I've heard in my life. And the other, two, the other one is probably like somebody in Improv One Hundred and One yeah. doing like a Russian. Cast. It's so like, showy. This is how bad it is. All so improv showy. accents are based off of this. Yes. This is the source. Accents. This is the source. I'm, and it's... I'm not even kidding you. I'm like mostly serious because. Okay. This is like, I didn't. I don't think I ever in my life 
did a Russian accent until after I watched this movie. Sure. All you my want friends, to. You want to. Yeah. All my friends would go around, pay him. Pay that <laughs> me and his mianier. And it, they, That's like, much it, better than what he did. Uh, <laughs> I mean, it's really like. But it's a it's, testament to the film. Mm-hmm. That is one of your top two worst accents ever. I think it's still such a great film. Okay, I love I love this shut up I love it um niche that we just found out exists is that um yeah it's basically one actor like just fucking it up for the movie but then he still like prevails yeah Yeah what I want I have two questions for you one what category of shut up I love it do you think it belongs in cuz obviously it has some cult status and like some stuff but uh yeah you love it what's the world seem to think of it I think it's forgotten I think it should be, st- I think it's like also like in just a, I was just like looking at like oh, when I watched it and every time I watch it, it's like in the background or, you know, sometimes I'll sit down and just watch it, but I haven't watched it for the cinematography and the shots and the directing. And I haven't watched it for really for the structure. And mm-hmm. so, so I think it's a forgotten great film. It is a mm. type of film forgotten that they don't make anymore because it's a small film especially coming out of the strikes and stuff, you won't see films like this made. It's not an event or yeah. like, like maybe they would make it now and it could be like big Oscar above, but I just, a movie about card players. I mean, mm-hmm. the titular line is let's play some fucking cards. Like that's like, <laughs> it's not like hasta la vista, baby. And someone fucking no. blasts you. Yeah. You know, there's going to be a lot of like people just, you know, dead eyes staring at each other across the table and cards will be card thrown cool. angrily across the table. Yeah. Like, is that the action? I mean, to be honest, like even the scary guys, the two scary guys, KGB and grandma, I keep saying grammar. AGB grammar, don't... and don't forget Maurice and the other two Russian outfitters. Oh, yes. Those two They're guys. in it yeah. for, yeah, a little bit. They, they were speaking scary. Russian, right? They were speaking Russian. One of them was Russian. The other one, I have no idea. Maurice, I have no idea. But one of them was definitely like a Russian dude. And I was like, okay, well, he's doing the Russian accent because he knows how to do it. He's doing but his it... voice. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, but you don't have to be Russian to do, by the way, good Russian accent. Like, sure. I'm not here yeah. to claim that. I, I Scarlett Johansson does great, great job. Um, Killing Eve, yeah, they do a great fantastic. job. Yeah, fantastic. So there's definitely people who do it well. Um, I'm I'm ready to go on the jag about John Malkovich, but <laughs> I was just gonna say like, so just to finish that thought, like even the scary guys, they're like somehow not too scary in this movie. Yeah, because you think about it, that's the only like the only one of the only pitfalls about it is like, I mean, I guess the only the stakes are they they think they're gonna die. They like, think, think that. Yeah, they're Cause like because he, he like kicked the dog. Yeah. You come, I come to this every time I watch. I have the same thought. What? So the guy owes you twenty five thousand dollars, and so if you don't get it, you're just gonna be a murderer. And I, <laughs> I mean, that's like, and, and then you're never gonna get it. Why not not kill him and then just like <laughs> him work for you or something? You know what I mean? So yeah. the stakes of like death and stuff are it's like the only like I think flaw. Because they don't show it, right? They don't show yeah. that no. someone else has uh, suffered you the never consequences. See someone else. No, he kicked yeah. the dog, which is terrible. Terrible. Yeah. Yeah. And he I, kicked you know the dog. So, <laughs> yeah, it's so funny. That is, I was like, oh, that's how we're showing he's a bad person. Yeah, which I respect. I respect that. But it still doesn't, it doesn't make me, like, for some reason, be afraid of him. There, I'm like, he's going to get a little mad. I was more he won't scared of the cops. <laughs> yes, the cops were the scariest. You're yeah. right. Yeah, 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 yeah. A cab. Yeah, that was... yeah. Uh, but... <laughs> 
<laughs> I don't even believe. Yeah, so that. I would say forgot like it's forgotten movie. It's a really well executed movie for like what it is a, a a movie about card players. So well executed for people who like study the craft. It's an incredibly written film, and mm. I think it's like forgotten and in the cult cult like if you watch it anytime like it's one of those movies anytime it's on i i try to watch it sit down and watch mm-hmm. it and like tracy and i do that with taken uh, yeah <laughs> taken. what a great great revenge-matic movie we like, will stop what we're doing and just if it's on we watch it <laughs> so yeah that's right so how, how many times do you think you've seen the movie rounders yeah i probably have seen it probably 20 times probably a lot yeah. a lot just since, because mm-hmm. I watched it in college, and then we would watch it. Also, what we would do is we watch it all the time. We would we would watch like KGB scenes, and then we would be like, or like <laughs> any of the scenes where they're like, let's play some fucking cards, and then we'd go out, yeah. you know, and try to win money, and we'd lose a hundred dollars, and we'd be like, holy fuck, what were we thinking? <laughs> uh, is it, so yeah, are you a poker fan? Is that what draws you to the movie too? Uh, yes, I went in high school. I was like a big. Me and my friends would play like. We were kind of nerds. We would go to parties where there were cool people, <laughs> but we would be the people at the kitchen table playing cards because we wanted to like wow. play cards or whatever and thought playing Texas Hold'em was cool or like all these stupid, we had so many games that we would play. And so like, we didn't like, we would like have a beer or something like that. We were not cool because we were playing cards at the table. But like, so we were like, it, I was really into cards in college. I thought, like I could make a living like Matt Damon playing cards, <laughs> being around her. Right. He's yeah. a bigger inspiration than I thought. Yeah, yeah, I really, it really, I really love. I connected to it a lot, and um, I'm telling you, the poker boom in you know the middle 2000s was a real uh, thing. Let me ask you, uh, Howie. Now looking back, what level of poker do you think you had? Like, like, which character are you poker level wise in that movie at the height, <laughs> at the peak of your career in poker? <laughs> I, like, are I you the Matt Damon that. or are you one of those guys in the suits who think they're going to win? I'm probably, I, there were times when I was a John Turturro and there were times when I, was, when I was, um, there were times when I was like, oh, man, I could just go win 60 bucks. I could just easy $60. Boom, let's Whoa. go. And then, and like, also $60. That was a lot of money for me. Mm, like right. A lot, a lot. Of Late Inflation. Yeah. Broke. And then there were times where I was just like, if someone would have said to me, someone would have said to me, let's cheat at this game. I was never good enough to cheat. I probably <laughs> yeah. would have been like, yes. But I didn't know how to do what he did, but I knew that people could do that. So you were the John Tortura of, po- of the, of, yeah. Like knowledgeable, I, 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 but safe. Knowledgeable, so, safe. I was. Alimony, lots of I got alimony. Yeah. I got a lot of kids. <laughs> <laughs> I was just like, I'm happy to sit here for eight hours. Cause I also just enjoyed being around people. So there's, which is a whole different thing. So I was just like, like the company of the poker table. Uh, Joe, have you seen this film before? And if yes, how many times? I actually have seen it once before a couple years ago. And I can't remember why exactly, because I, I think I had to see it. Um, and I think for I was. For a game? For, for a porn for, game? For a, for, a, for, a, for a porn game, yeah. It's actually, it was a, I think it was a client I had who he had me writing novellas that were just ripoffs of movies. 
Mm, uh, like, um, I think Smokey and the Bandit is one we did. And I think that Rounders was one we were gonna do. So I watched it and we ended up not doing it. But I think that's why I watched voiceover? it. Too much voiceover? Actually, perfect for a novella, a book. So <laughs> that, that would be good. Um, but I think I watched it for that. But it had been long enough or I wasn't paying attention enough that this was kind of felt like a fresh watch. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. So two fresh watches. Two fresh watches in the room. Yeah. Yeah, pretty fresh. Yeah, I really... Uh, how we suggest you suggested um, to take to bring out Shut Up I Love It, Shut Up I Love It, because this conversation like came up again. Like I, I have these opinions right about Russian accents and movies and TV across the board. And when you suggested it, you you were just like, oh, you haven't seen like the the, the, the king, the greatest, the greatest. <laughs> so I didn't know what I was going. Like I didn't know. I was watching I was it last for. night again, and I was thinking about. Yeah. I wish I could have been beside. I should have been with you to watch it because I, I would have loved to just capture your face when you heard the him speak the first time. And then they I, did a whole long scene in like I, I I was like saying the lines. That's how much I didn't realize that I knew this movie. I, was like, <laughs> I would say every line in that last scene to Tracy. And I was like, it's weird. I know this. She's like, yeah, <laughs> it is. <laughs> it's incredible. I mean, it's it's. I I was, you know, soaking it in like a sponge. Because I just couldn't believe. And the, you see him twice, right? Like you see him in the beginning of the movie and at the end of the movie. Beginning of the movie, I guess I was still was able to deal with it. Like, I was yeah. like, it's bad. I'm like, but it's jo- John Malkovich. Like, right. I, I res- like, and then I'm like hearing the award because he speaks all the words separately. Like he doesn't put them together. And I'm like, it just doesn't make sense what he's doing. I'm like, this is not the sound anybody makes. <laughs> And then, and then, like it's not human. And th- and then at the end, he he's doing what I read on Wikipedia is called playing on tilt or something like that. Like yes. so, he's losing it, right? He loses and his mind. Almost, yeah, he loses his mind. But it's almost like intentional. He loses his mind to cover up for no, or is it like literally like a no, no, no? A thing what that happens, happens? Yeah, we're talking about what happens in the movie. So Matt Damon flips over an ace and a five. That okay. should have he should have lost that because Matt Damon figured out the cookies were his tell, which cookies, we figured out as an audience instantly, right? Yeah. <laughs> way, way back, right. way back. Yeah, 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 yeah. Because yeah. why? Why are they showing us a shot of the cookies? Yeah, <laughs> every time yeah. he's on screen. Well, and this is another flaw in the thing. Like, I mean, come on, the great one of the greatest poker guys. He wouldn't in be city. doing it. He should. A, he wouldn't have been doing it, and B, Matt Damon would, would, should have figured it out way before. Yeah, yeah, he's so good. Yeah, forget that. But so Matt puts him on tilt by folding a monster. Oh. He folds a monster, and that drove him wild. And he's like, why did he fold a monster? And then they hold the cookie here, and he sees it, and he throws the cookies. When yeah, he throws yeah. the cookies, then he's letting emotion get into the poker game instead of not. Mm. When you become emotional and you just start betting and doing shit, that's when you lose, no matter who you are. Everyone, he was you, gonna lose from that moment. Once yes. the cookie yeah. thing happened, he was. Yeah, fucked. and you, you can't play emotionally in, in poker. But you, do we know what that tell was like exactly? Yes. With the cookie? I, what was we it? We talked about it last night. So it's when he eats the cookie, he, um, he doesn't have it. When he, when he opens the cookie and looks at it and puts it back together, he's got the hand. 
Well, that's a pretty big tell. Yeah. It's like, yeah, more obvious than like the guy scratching his nose. Because <laughs> yeah, <laughs> yeah. it, it takes uh, two minutes of that him disassembling. <laughs> was so funny to me. That was yeah. a, the fun and games cut of it. Yeah, it was really funny. Yeah, yeah. yeah so he's got the big hand. And so, oh, wait. No, 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 I'm sorry. When he when he bites it. It's the cookie. When he bites the cookie. Yeah, when he bites the cookie, he's got the big hand. Because he bit into the cookie mm. and he lays down a monster. So he's got the big hand when he, you know, um, when Malkovich has the big hand when he eats the cookie. When he doesn't, he doesn't have the big hand. Yeah. Which is like, high. yeah, so you ate, you ate the cookie, you have the and, big hand. It just like... This makes it's sense. Nor- and, and, and Damon even says, he's like, normally I would have just taken him for all he's got, mm-hmm. which is a good justification, but I don't have time because of grammar. And so uh, so he's like, I just got to fucking get him on tilt and try to win all his money now, which is such a risky play on top of it. Because you're hoping he goes on tilt. You know he probably will go on tilt. And then you just and then it also goes to the theme, to the heart of Brad, of, of Matt Damon's character, is that he doesn't want to cheat. He wants to play straight up. So even though that is technically playing straight up, if you have someone's tell, he wanted to beat Teddy KGB straight up. He wanted to like man mano y mano beat him. And, and so that's why probably KGB allowed for like his goons. Yeah, to pay him. To let that happen. Yeah. Yeah, there's a bit yes. of respect going on. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Too. So it was a good, even though, you know, even said, I was like, even though he's only got like a couple scenes, I mean, what a fun role for him to come in and just like, he's John Malkovich. He's going to do whatever the fuck he wants he with the character. He went fucking insane. I mean, this is like also John Malkovich just peaking at this yeah, point, right? Like so hard peaking. peaking. Yeah. Just like right before. All these John guys Malkovich? were kind of peaking. That <laughs> Damon had yeah. just won the Oscar and like they're yeah. all, like him and Affleck are doing all these things. Totoro is just like I think he's in Billy or Mr. Deeds later that year, uh-huh. so he's like crushing it in like comedy. He's John Totoro, so I mean, come on. And then like all these guys at the same time, they're all peaking, and it's they're peak peaking. movie making of of like a generation of movie making, you know? Yeah, and and I and can we just say like the Russians at the time in general, like historically speaking, for the Zoomers in the audience. They were not as threatening as they are now. Like, they were not as much of a bummer as they are now. So you could make a lot of fun of the Russians. Yeah. And be like, ah, those are just the Russians. Russians. It was (laughs) the outskirts, like, gangster Russians was kind of the thing. When now we think of Russians, it's like, oh, okay, this is, you'll nuke us. Yes. Bad, bad stuff. Yeah. And so this was just like chuckling. Like, oh man. I mean, they're bad guys. He can't, like, you know, KGB is an amazing, like, one of the best, right? Poker players, but he loses his shit because he's Russian and he's just like, (laughs) he's just doing like a weird dance, like, as he talks. Like, when he loses, it's pretty insane. (laughs) Like, the performance is brilliant, but it's. Combined with the accent, I think is where it all falls apart for me. <laughs> but I mean, I, that I is you—that's him. If it was any other actor, no, nope. then well, you get away with it. You, but you even walk into the movie, you can't be too surprised when he starts talking like that. Because, like, I think I watch any jo- John Malkovich movie, and you're like, okay, he's gonna be talking weird. Even in yeah. being John Malkovich, you're like, dude, you're talking <laughs> strangely, and you're playing yourself. Yeah. 
Yeah, I'm. Yeah, I think I, you're probably I, also right. Like, I know that. Yeah. Sorry, my internet went weird. <clears throat> okay, no, you good. Go ahead. I'll fix that. Oh, sorry. Um, I was gonna say my. Um, I was gonna say that Joe's probably right that when he started speaking, people were like, "What the fuck are we gonna do? <laughs> He's, who's gonna talk to John?" Yeah. <laughs> His his <laughs> character's like, no, name is Irish it. Tim. We need to change this. <laughs> That's hilarious. Yeah, no, I mean, just, there were no, they just linguistically speaking, I was just listening, I like, no, 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 no. Who was his, there was no dialect coach for him. He no, just did it no himself. No fucking way. No way. This no is, way. It's crazy. If that's what, in his head, he thinks Russian people sound like. <laughs> Uh, um, and then can I just mention I, this is like a different topic how confidently did this film end on a send off into a sequel yeah right so confidently it was like and here's the cab driving to LaGuardia or whatever airport yeah. because in this ne next movie we're going to be watching Matt Damon at the poker tournament mm -hmm. absolutely and Never happened, I assume. You know what's funny is I, I thought that too last night, and I was like, I I wonder why that, like, I mean, I'm sure there's no reason to. Like, people aren't playing poker or whatever. But, like, you easily could pick up that movie 30 years later. Right. If they wanted yeah. to reboot everything. Yeah. And he, They're all the alive, Futuro, too, except yeah. Landau. Yeah, Landau's the only one dead, but, I mean, yeah. beat him. He was, like, in a few scenes. He was memorable. That he dude. was so he was memorable and so, so good. good. The, like, what a great story. His God, story is so great. emotional. And you know, like, yeah. I mean, he's the theme representative. Oh, it's so fucking, good. Fucking Obi. Obi-Wan yeah. Kenobi. Yeah, he's everything. Like, yeah. And then I think, like, what happened, Tracy always is like, anytime we're watching a movie on, at home, she's like, on the phone. She's like, what were they in? <laughs> what were they in? So I guess one of these writers wrote on is like created or wrote on billions maybe created the show billions and so all these people are in billions now and i always think that that's pretty cool okay oh. which is where of course malkovich is right yeah. like that's where yeah. you can find him now <laughs> yeah and so in that, un weird... that unreleased movie you ever you hear about that movie that's not going to be released for 150 oh. years what that he's in I forget which director uh, did it. Oh, I wish I remembered. But yeah, he's in a movie that... Is that a German project something? I'm not sure. Let me look it up right yeah. now. Um, yeah, go ahead. If it's yeah. even listed, like why even listen? list it yeah. if you're not going to release <laughs> That's it? How we, have you um, watched Billions at all? No, I haven't. Yeah. So do we know, Joe, do you know if uh, Malkovich is getting weird in that one? I don't. I've actually never seen it. It's like a very so we'll, successful show, and I just, I guess, yeah, just never watched it. I feel like, yeah, no, I don't think I even saw the pilot. Wow. Yeah. What a, weird. What a hole in horrible. my knowledge. Yeah, <laughs> yeah it's terrible. Um, well, is there anything else we haven't covered um, about this movie? I mean, it's such a late 90s movie. Like, it's it has the spirit of the late 90s. Like, don't you, uh, agreed, right? Like, don't you think that it's capturing mm -hmm. all the, like, it's so heavily white men. It's yeah. so like happy, all happy the famous guys doing their famous. Uh, also, G young, gay jokes, like bad gay jokes. Yeah, and you said, um, <laughs> yeah, oh my god, rolling f, yeah, in the village. Yeah, it, I used, I can't tell you, embarrassingly, how many times. I mean, we said there's so many one-liners. 
and that was like there, a one liner. There's some great, yeah. And and, and like and not proud of it, but because um, you just you repeat lines in the movie, but. Um, but even the one that Joe brought up in the beginning of the episode of Shut Up, I Love It. Like, what were you saying? It's such a striking, right? You're like, oh, fuck, I'm going to watch this shit. Oh, like, can we? I wrote, down, I wrote down something. I've never written anything down, but I left it. In, the other <laughs> in your life. Can I, <laughs> in your um, life. I wrote this down. I thought, and this goes to the theme of the movie. It says, we can't run away from who we are. Mm-hmm. Our destiny chooses us. And that's Landau telling, telling yeah. him what's up. That's Yoda, right? And so that's Yoda. Obi that's Obi-Wan. Yeah. Can you do that line as in Yoda style, please? Uh, from who we are, and <laughs> we run away. No, you're doing John Malkovich. Can you do it as Yoda? That's John Malkovich. Can you do it as Yoda? Uh, Yoda doing John Malkovich's impression. <laughs> Soon we won't be allowed to do Yoda impressions. We'll be the woke that, mob. The woke mob will come after us. <laughs> um, um, Joe, you said you pulled up the 150 year old movie. Yes. Oh, yeah. It's called, it's by Robert Rodriguez, written and starring oh. John Malkovich, called A Hundred oh. Years, the movie you will never see, set to release oh. November 2115. That's Whoa. fucking wild. That's in, like this is. We should just stop everything and talk about that for a while. <laughs> this is insane. When is have they finished it? Um, let's see. I'll look. Uh, this in the news recently? Is that why you brought it up? Or no? I just remembered it. I actually think it first came up in like 2016 or something. Oh, that was um, a fucked up year, year. So I think we all got distracted. <laughs> Yeah. Uh, pending release, the film is being kept in a high-tech safe behind bulletproof glass that will open automatically on November 18th, <laughs> 2115. To whom? <laughs> uh, 1,000 like, oh, guests... God, you gotta play this dumb movie. <laughs> Here it the is. technology won't even work. 1,000 guests from around the world, including Malkovich and Rodriguez, have received a pair of invitation tickets made of metal for the premiere, which they can hand down to their descendants. Oh, my God. The narcissism. It's very obnoxious. Uh, uh, yeah. But, wow. Yeah. Um, it's be Malkovich. All right. Yeah. Wow. I mean, I really it's just, yeah, Malkovich. Um, yeah, I forgot how Malkovich he is. I really, I really have. Um, is there anything we haven't covered about this movie before we go to the ratings? Uh, I don't know. I don't think so. Just that '90s yeah. color palette, too. Yeah. But you know, just along with all the '90s things, it's got a wickedly '90s color palette. Definitely. Lots of strong female characters. So many strong female characters. <laughs> 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 you, well, you know, the Weins, Harvey Weinstein, he yeah. just needs one in his yeah. movies. I mean, there are literally three women headlines in that movie, I think. Yeah. Three. That's all you need. One was a three. slut, one was a bitch, and the other one <laughs> <Yeah>. was Kelsey. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's very 90s. Um, Joe... How do ratings work? All right, we're gonna we're gonna rate rounders on a scale of 
doubles to royal flush. No, I, had to, I, nice. I don't know enough to say anything like that. But we're going <laughs> to rate it on a scale of 0 to 10, using something else as our basis of comparison. So that something else could be another 90s movie. You could say Fight Club is an 8, and this is a 10 because it's better than that. Or you could even say something like A Straight Flush is a 10, and this movie is a zero because I wouldn't want to straight flush it down the toilet because it's so good. So you can get really <laughs> wacky with it and see how it kind of twisted like John it Monk. there. Yeah. <laughs> uh, and if that doesn't make sense, Sasha and I will go first. Okay. Joe, do you have something? Yeah, I will rate it against a movie from another decade, an era, that built on the hype of that decade. Mm-hmm. mm-hmm. And that movie is uh, the Wonder Kid. No, what the? F- <laughs> I don't remember. I didn't remember what the. <laughs> Wait, hold on. <laughs> As I was te- teeing it up, I was like, "Fuck, I forgot what the movie was." Uh, um, just one second. Oh, the Wizard. I'm sorry, not the Wonder Kid. The Wizard. Okay. So the Wizard was a movie about the Nintendo video games specifically. Um, in 1989, so almost a decade earlier than this movie. Um, building on the hype of video games at the time, it was a bit of a glorified commercial for Nintendo. Um, and I think there is a lot of nostalgia to this movie. Like, even if you talk to somebody now who hasn't seen it, they're going to want to see it if they're a, a video game person. Um, but you go back and watch it and it's really, it's not that good of a movie. (laughs) Um, it's, I don't think it's, and I think it's worse in is it's not very, uh, it's not a good representation of video games even like Mm -hmm. the way people play video games is not really how they really play video games. So it's just like, that was your one job was to be, uh, to know (laughs) video games well and show us that. Uh, so I'll give it a four out of ten. Uh, I still love it for all the video gamey stuff. Um, now rounders four doesn't doesn't tell me love, but okay. Well, that gives it the four, not the zero, because it's pretty <laughs> bad. Um, and rounders, uh, it is solid. I think there's it's written really well, acted well, but I do think like there's some weird edits to it that almost feel like it was cut down. And I don't think it's a smoothly, like, directed Mm -hmm. and edited movie. Yeah, Yeah, a lot of, like, just fade to black for this scene. We don't know what else to do. Um, That feels very jarring. There's a lot of them just, like, clearly walking off screen. And then they stop. You know know they're not going anywhere. They just walk off screen. Yeah. And they stood there for a second. Was it cut? Is someone going to say cut? Um, But that being said, it's a really enjoyable time. And I... I like poker. Not I don't like playing it, um, but I like media about it, I like especially movies. And I think this movie does a really good job at showing the action of poker, kind of almost in a in a real but heightened cartoonish way, a bit where people are like reading each other and yeah. um, almost reminds me of like how a poker anime would be. You have these people like mm. almost like superpowers. They have superpowers mm-hmm. in poker. Absolutely. Um, yeah. And their characteristics of play are really heightened. Uh, so, yeah, I really enjoyed it. I'll give it an 8 out of 10. All right. All right. Um, I'll compare Rounders to another movie that was actually this one made in 2000 about a subculture that I actually am familiar quite well with, which is Best in Show. 
Uh. Very beloved, but like very beloved movie. People love it, whatever. I remember seeing Best in Show back in the day, loving it. But um, for some reason, watching it like a couple of years ago, I was like, doesn't land for me. Maybe <laughs> it happens mm. when you know the subculture and you like could be done so much better with it, so more specific. I don't know what it is. Best in Show, I, I look, give it maybe 5.5 out of 10. Um, rounders, I was so exhausted last night. I was just like, I'm like, all right, how do we, how do we live through this? How do we make it? And I was so on board. Like, it was great, great time. I was not distracted for one second. Easy, out of, uh, 8 out of 10 as well. Easy. Um, okay, so I'm going to also do what you both did. I, I was thinking about it as you were explaining it, but I think, and this could be a sequel into another podcast episode. Um, I'm going to compare it to the 80s movie, a Joe Dante joint, The Explorers. Have any of you seen it? Yes, I have seen The Explorers. All right. And so I think (laughs) it has become kind of like a cultish movie. It's definitely of the like alien 80s E.T. Goonies Uh type of film of children adventures like so uh, of the 80s um and i think it knew that it was bad when they were making it but <laughs> that that they leaned into it and kooky and weird like that's what so he's weird. going for he's got some great kids in it so good that that, mm-hmm. that it carries it like a little bit like they're so good you know so I, I, but it's not like a great movie or anything. I mean, it's no, fun. it's fun. When they're like flying around, you're like, what? What is happening? And so I, when they meet the aliens finally, like, I yeah, mean, that's like, like that's a whole, totally bonkers cuckoo bananas thing. You're checking the time. How much time is left? <laughs> I give it like a, probably like a, a 5.5 also. I give uh-huh. like that of the like that culture movie. And I would say, I think I'm going to go a little bit higher than y'all, but not by much. You both gave eights. I'll probably give it eight and a half, mainly because because of all the things I said before, but the other reason, the half point, is because of it brings me back to a time mm-hmm. that I fond, so fondly remember, and um, that was really a really cool, stupid, awesome part of my life and so for that yeah and you're the expert in like poker so you you're seeing things that i don't even get to understand yeah. <laughs> when i watch rounders so i just thought that level of enjoyment that's awesome yeah nostalgic uh angle is always strong for shut up i love it topics we, we love them <laughs> i and with explorers just want to say this is so stupid but i watched it when i was uh writing on robot chicken i wrote it i wrote a sketch that actually made it on the on yeah yeah so i can't remember what honestly what the sketch is. <laughs> i really don't but um it was i was so struck with when they meet aliens how bad it is i think that's what the sketch is about My and God. so it ended up so, well, yeah so it's yeah so like I delightfully know. <laughs> bad yeah yeah i want to read so this and like referential really... for references that really wouldn't hit for us like I'm pretty yeah. sure they're they're like doing characters from like the 50s, 60s, yes, yeah, stuff. Yeah. So they're doing like, their okay. version of John Malkovich, yeah. uh, <laughs> Russian. <laughs> uh, never, yeah, never forget. Just those clips of John Malkovich is enough to come back to on YouTube. Oh my sure. god! If, you, if y'all don't have time to watch the movie, just watch John Malkovich. That's or wait, I mean. wait for twenty one fifteen. See what he's got there. Oh um, my god. Thank you, Howie. So good to have you back. What 
what did uh, what what's going on with Thank you these days? For having yeah, me. tell us. Yeah, anything anything you want to plug at all? Or you were just uh, developing, etc. What's what's going on? Yeah, I don't have anything to like plug, like no shows or anything. Um, oh, I have. I'll probably we did a short film that I'll probably release on my website soon because it's making the festival rounds, and so um, I think we're finishing up. But we did a short film called About Alice that has gotten into like um, some festivals, and so we're really proud of that. Awesome. Um, I I once it's done with like all the uh festival special screenings yeah yeah you can drop yeah. it on the website all right yeah. awesome and we'll update the episode description with that link when it becomes available how are you cats doing howie oh i've been playing with one the whole time uh <laughs> just like petting it and then i spilled coffee yeah. that was petting my cats oh. <laughs> but the kitties are doing good. great we had a wonderful morning and they're all we have two sets of two sisters and they're finally all interplaying with each other so interplaying for, finally all right yeah. nice nice yeah good, all good the sister move. house yeah great um jewel what's going on with you these days yo go to joecabello.com by the time this episode comes out you could watch the halloween episode of my animated series robot guy teen team so that'll be out and who knows oh, maybe yeah. another episode will be out but the halloween episode is very fun it's about the perfect couple's halloween costume Oh, amazing. I love yeah, that. if you want to know more about the show, uh, go a couple of episodes back and Joe talks more about the making and the inception and the genesis and the jizzes of the <laughs> <this> show. <laughs> all right. Thanks, all. Thanks, Elizabeth Salud, for the artwork. Thank you, Mr. Owl, for this awesome track. And thank you for listening. <laughs>